Hey everyone, welcome back to Sanctuary Daily. Uh, If you did not get a chance to listen to Monday's daily podcast, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. We are building on the question that we asked, uh, what are you expecting from God or what do you expect? This is an okay question to ask. This is actually, uh, I think, one of the key questions of the season of Advent. Uh, Today I want to begin in Luke 2. And I'm going to begin in verse, uh, at verse 25. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, like things to be made right. And the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. He, along with the rest right, of Israel, is waiting. These people who are blessed to be a blessing in the world, who find themselves in exile, uh, have this sense that God is going to uh, begin his great rescue mission of putting all things back together, all the things that have been promised. Uh, and so he kind of stands as this figure here, representative of that waiting In verse 27, it says, Moved by the Spirit, Simeon went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God. This is Mary and Joseph coming into the temple. And Simeon, he gets to hold baby Jesus in his arms. And he says, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. The child's father and mother, Mary and Joseph, marveled at what was said about him. Simeon, my eyes have seen your salvation, he says. I can depart in peace. Old man Simeon, he stands in the temple holding baby Jesus, rejoicing that now he can die because what he'd been waiting for, what had been promised, actually arrived. And and so as we... um, as we step into week two of Advent, right, we are entering this season of of waiting and expecting and longing. And I think there's sort of a promise here that the Spirit meets us in that watching and in that waiting, in that expectancy, as we talked about yesterday, in that walking out into the woods or into the field ready to see. And so for me, this is a season where I ask God to enter into the deepest places of my cynicism. I'm asking God to enter into my bitterness or any hardness that I have where I've stopped believing, stopped expecting, or I've stopped looking, or I've stopped trusting that, that tomorrow can be full of hope. This is where I, I, I try to open up and soften to turn my heart in the direction of that day that day when the baby cries his first cry and we surrounded in the temple with Simeon or surrounded by the shepherds and angels and everybody in between celebrating, celebrating what we've been longing for. There's this poem that I found years ago 
Uh, and I don't think it has uh, an author attributed to it. And it goes like this. It's just called Hush. And it reads, Shh, can you hear it? An expectant silence. A hushed anticipation. As if the very galaxy is holding its breath. There are some truths even the stars know. Like darkness like loneliness and how the night can be a living thing and how once long ago the night waited and wondered along with the darkness and the loneliness for the sound of a baby's cry for the miraculous to come down to the earth mundane. And so I thought to close our time here or to really center our time, I guess, on a few practices, simple practices that I want to encourage you to do right along with me and then do maybe throughout your week, throughout your days that might help us just a little bit for those struggling in this moment to slow down and to watch and to wait. And so the first one is praying. Um, well, the three of them are praying with clenched, open, and cupped hands. And so the first, our hands clench. So take a minute and just clench your hands together as tight as you can. Close your eyes if you're able and then reflect on what you're holding on to tightly. What are you holding on too tightly to? Where are there places just of control or there's an inability to entrust other people or your past or your resources to God? And then just pray, Lord, I long to live open and free before you. But I have filled my hands and my heart is afraid. Lead me in the way of trust. I invite you to do this again. Just clench your hands tight. Name that thing. What are you holding on to right now? Just today. Not like in your whole life. In this moment. Feel it in your body. You've been now clenching your hands if you're following along for like a bit long. It's starting, you're starting to, to feel that. That tension. Here again the prayer. Lord, I long to live open and free before you but I filled my hands with blank and my heart is afraid because of blank. Lead me, Lord, in the way of trust. Okay, now with hands held open, that oh, feels good, doesn't it? Reflect on God's invitation to share what he has given us. Like reflect on, on God's invitation to, to share all that he's given Think about that for a moment. What has God given to you? And then pray, Lord, I offer you my open hands so that by being available, open, your kingdom might come in and through my life. Lead me in the way of trust. There's that refrain again. Lead me in the way of trust. 
All right, lastly, with hands cupped and held up toward heaven, just lift them a little bit. Reflect on God's abundant provision. Where has he provided for you? Where in the past? Where in the present have you just seen his provision? Maybe you need to steal someone else's story right now. Where have you seen God provide for others? Because you know that he is a God who gives our daily bread. And pray, Lord, I ask this day that you would provide for my needs so that rather than fear, I would embrace poverty and be open to your perfect will for my life. Lead me in the way of trust. Provide for my needs, Lord. So rather than fear, I would embrace your provision. And be open to your perfect will. Lead me in the way of trust. Because when you're waiting and you're expecting and you're, you're uncertain, when you're Simeon waiting for Christ to arrive, the Messiah to come, you are asking daily, lead me in the way of trust. And then lastly, maybe just to place your hands together in sort of a, an act of thanksgiving. Gratitude is a way that we can grow in trust of God's goodness and abundance. And asking like for our simple everyday needs reminds us to live in moment-by-moment dependence on God. So each day, I encourage you, if you have a moment at the end of this podcast, just write down three things, three things that you're grateful for. And one simple request. So just give thanks and ask of God. I want to close today with a few words uh, from our own Sydney sample from a piece of her devotion in our uh, Advent devotional this year. She writes in reflection on Jeremiah 33, she says, In the dead of night, a reminder is given to God's people that the time is coming when the light will dawn and the world will be made right. She says, This year has brought us tears and sorrow too numerous to name. After holding young man's hand uh, following a wreck as he spoke of no longer wanting to be alive, I prayed to God to make things right. After a year of violence and justice and protests, I wonder when peace and justice will reign. After being in the company of lost and lonely foster child, I cried out to God aching for redemption. Where's the mending, the redemption? Where's the light? Where's the Messiah? The world feels dark. It is in the midst of these aching questions that God reminds us of the promise of restoration. The promise is of this Jesus, this fresh and true shoot sprout form of David's tree, who showed us that another way and another world is possible. The promise of a world ruled with mercy and honesty and safety and justice, a world made right. And then she says, in the distance, our eyes begin to perceive a small flicker of light. I pray that the Lord would lead you in the way of trust. And like Simeon, like Simeon, you would rejoice as you uh, begin to see the coming King. 
Peace be with you.